this is Joseph Mendoz uh, with virtualsheetmusic.com. Um, I, uh, uh, in this video today, I'd like to talk about practicing and, and my general philosophy towards uh, practicing. I know in previous videos, I've talked a lot about very specific techniques, and even in the video, uh, uh, I think right before this one, um, uh, I talked about sound and tone production and things like that, and I've talked about the bow and all sorts of different things. But really, the, the application of all these things is, is one of the most important things that, that you can do. And where we apply these things the most is in the practice room. So uh, practicing is what I'd like to talk about today. Um, you know, practicing is something that is, I think, to practice well is very, very difficult. And you have to be aware, tremendously aware, of uh, the things that you're good at and also the things that you're not so good at. Um, uh, a, a good way to go about this is to make a list, uh, this can be a little scary, but to make a list of all the things you think in terms of cello technique that you're not so good at. Now, not specific things in like a piece, I'm talking about re very general things. Like let's say you always um, have trouble with your shifting, or you're always unhappy with your changes of bow, that they're not very smooth, or your string crossings are, are not very well controlled, or um, maybe staccato or spiccato or uh, uh, you know all these kinds of things, uh, both different bow strokes, or, or maybe you have a, a, a vibrato uh, on one finger that's weaker uh, than the others. Um, you know all these things are things that you would want to put on the list of things either maybe you're you know you're bad at, and then also make the list of things that you feel that you're really good at too. That's that's important as well. Uh, to really get kind of a clear picture of where you're at as a player. Once you've done that, then it becomes very clear to you how you need to be spending your time uh, when you're practicing. Because very often, the, for, for many of us, it's not a question of practicing more. Uh, I know for myself, uh, you know, I, um, I always wish I could practice more, but there's only so much time <laughs> in one day. Uh, so we have to use the time that we have very efficiently, and so we have to address those things that we feel are uh, uh, weak in our playing. Those are the things we have to address first, and that can be hard to do. It takes a lot of discipline to be able to do that. Um, now, uh, in your own practicing, I know sometimes I can do this too. We sometimes like to indulge, uh, and and that's okay to do from time to time. You know, for example, uh, you're playing a, a, a wonderful melody like the Dvorak, uh, the the concerto. You know, and, and, and so on. Um, that we can kind of uh, work on these kinds of things and getting this very beautiful legato. Well, what if our legato is already pretty beautiful? Well, maybe there's something else that we should be doing instead of that to kind of shore up uh, an actual weakness in our playing instead of making something that we already do well even better, which of course we want. But since we're kind of stuck with time being what it is, much better to address a weakness. Now how do you address those weaknesses? Well this is where you have to be creative. Um, really the best way are specific exercises and sometimes you need to even think of these exercises on your own. Um, uh, or you can even take them from the, the, the general repertoire or etudes um, and you can certainly, you know, if you have a teacher you can ask your teacher about this and your teacher will help you tremendously to uh, um, figure out, you know, what, what, what's the what's the best way to address a particular problem, but sometimes even working on it in a specific exercise 
or in a specific etude is not enough. You have to think of the problem even differently. So be willing to think of solutions when you're practicing that seem like that they're out of left field. You know, that, that seem like that, oh gosh, that, I, that, that could never work. Uh, uh, for example, um, you know, uh, sometimes for me personally, if I'm having a shift, uh, a, a problem with a shift, um, and I've tried everything that normally works to fix the problem and to help me to play the shift not only more in tune but with more musicality and, and confidence, uh, sometimes I think of a completely, totally wild, off-the-wall solution, um, uh, like uh, maybe just adjusting how I sit or, a little bit, or or changing uh, the end pin length a little bit, or or making these kinds of adjustments that sometimes can be a little bit, maybe you might you might consider them to be a little bit meaningless. Uh, sometimes those little adjustments, something can just kind of click and and it can work. So really be very adventurous with how you figure out solutions to problems and you might be very surprised uh, about what you find. Um, now as far as practice time goes, now this is everyone's different on this. You know, they're, they're, and, and in fact I'm different on it I would say every day. Um, I do have and I do try to keep uh, a minimum of amount of time uh, that I'm going to practice and I try to hit that target. If I have a day that's just so busy where I'm teaching so much or playing so much that there's no way that I can fit in the amount of time I would like to fit in. I try to at least hit that minimum. Now that minimum is going to be different for you depending upon um, you know what level you're at. Uh, for some people, uh, you know, uh, for some of my younger students, I would say the minimum should be you know 30 minutes, which doesn't seem like a lot, but if I'm having them work on something very specific. Uh, then 30 minutes actually sometimes can be too much. Uh, so, um, you know, you, you, you have to kind of gauge it and you have to know yourself. The other thing is, is so you have a total time, uh, you know, during the day. On top of that, you want to break that up. And for most of us, this is just what I found, for most of us, you can't really practice for too long um, or, or, or you start to lose the effect of the practice. Uh, for me, I know personally, it really does depend on the day and how much sleep I get and everything. But if I'm very well rested, then I can even sometimes go up to an hour and a half and have that whole hour and a half be productive. But that's rare. Most of the time for me, my max for my mental focus and, and my ability to really fix things and focus on a particular problem is around 45 minutes or so. If I try to push it past that, I'll immediately notice. So never push it past what you think you can do. Um, remember, the key is is to really just try to f get in there and fix things. Um, and if things aren't getting fixed, make sure, uh, obviously, you have patience, but also don't be bothered if you're frustrated, uh, because frustration, in some ways, and in some amounts, in small amounts, I should say, uh, is a very, very, very good thing. It, it leads you to discover things. It leads you to try new things and maybe try a different fingering or a different bowing or, um, you know, try anything until it works so that you, be, you, you, you really become your own teacher in that way. So, um, yeah, I mean, the other thing, the other obvious things that everyone knows when you practice is make sure that you're really watching your, your posture, the very general things. Um, if you're practicing for a long time, sometimes posture can kind of go out the window, um, and all sorts of other things can kind of get in your way. Um, so, yeah, I mean, practicing is something that we all have to do, um, but uh, it should never be... Uh, making noise in a room, you know, it should, it should never be something that you do just to kind of, 
you know, you're looking at the clock and you're thinking, okay, if I practice uh, three hours a day, I'm going to be the greatest virtuoso. Uh, not necessarily, you know. Uh, um, uh, you know, if you practice two instead of three hours, but those two hours are really, you know, you're so mentally focused that your brain is almost sweating by the end of it. Um, you know, that's, uh, that can be more beneficial than saying, okay, I'm going to practice this much every day and I'm going to get incredibly good. Uh, of course, if you can practice that much or even more than that and all of it be mentally focused, then, you know, then you'll be just fine. Um, but you have to know yourself and you have to know what you're capable of and, uh, and, and shoot for that. Uh, that's the most important thing for practice. Uh, and the last thing that I'll say about practicing is that you're, you're not going to believe me on this, but practicing actually should be fun. Um, and uh, uh, maybe if you're, you know, six or seven or eight years old, <laughs> the practicing will never be fun. But once you reach a certain age, by around 12 or 13, if practicing is not something that you look forward to doing, uh, and it's not something that you, that you are excited about doing, um, then probably you're not practicing correctly. Probably you're uh, just kind of repeating things over and over and over again. Things aren't really getting better. Um, and, and there's probably some kind of more basic fundamental problem in, in, in what you're doing. Um, practicing should be a, a, a daily uh, um, renewal of, uh, of, of vows, I guess <laughs> we could call it that. Um, you know, that uh, every, every day when you get up and you get that cello out of the case, that uh, you should be happy uh, <laughs> that you're doing it. Um, if you're not, then probably you're stuck probably there's something that's not working um, and it hasn't worked for a while um, and that's the thing to attack uh, and that leads me back to what I first said make that list it's a hard thing to do for anybody to look at yourself like that and to say okay this is what I'm good at this is what I'm bad at and to just try to focus as hard as you can on the bad and trying to get that bad to be better um, and uh, yeah, so sorry, I know I talked a lot in this video, there wasn't a lot of playing, um, but uh, um, practicing is an important topic and I thought I just wanted to cover it today. So I'd love to hear your comments, I'd love to also hear uh, how all of you practice. Uh, maybe you can help me in my practice and uh, um, can spur me on. Um, and uh, yeah, so please leave your comments uh, uh, down below there and, and uh, once again this is Joseph Mendoz with virtualsheetmusic.com. Mm -hmm.